I'm Jessica Ladd, and you're listening to The Tuned In Mom Show, episode 150, Doing It Well versus Doing It Perfectly. Hey, mamas, welcome back to another episode of The Tuned In Mom Show. I am your host, Jessica Ladd. Today, we're going to talk about doing it well versus doing it perfectly. And by it, I just mean anything in your life. Running your business, raising your family, keeping your home, nurturing your relationships, whatever it is you are doing in your life, that is the it we're talking about in this episode. So first and foremost, we need to really break down why we want to do things so perfectly. Why do we want to do it perfectly? What areas of our life do we see this perfectionist tendency show up? And then how can we learn to do it well instead of doing it perfectly all the time? So number one, obviously, we have to ask, why do we even want to do it perfectly? Well, I think in my opinion, we want to feel better the whole entire way. Maybe we're just starting out with creating a business or we have an idea and we want to have all of our ducks in a row before we even release it out into the world. That could be a place where you just want to feel the best you possibly can during the entire journey and you want to have everything lined up perfectly before you even share anything about that business with the world. So I feel like that's part of it. The reason why is because we want to feel better. We want to feel good the entire way through, the whole way through that process. And of course, we know by experience and by doing things just naturally in our world, that doesn't happen. We have to learn from our mistakes and we have to ebb and flow and grow in certain ways, you know, because we have weaknesses and we have strengths. So there's just no real way that we could show up and do it perfectly the entire way through. So I think another reason why we want to do it perfectly is we want to know that we did it right. Now, I know that the word right is very subjective. There's no right or wrong because you have your own opinions about both of those terms, right and wrong. So, but I I do think that when we want to do motherhood perfectly, when we want to do our businesses perfectly or keep our homes perfectly, there is maybe this unspoken expectation that we've placed on ourselves, an unspoken standard that we have in the back of our minds that we want to know that we did it right. Like at the end of the day, when we lay our heads down on our pillows, we want to know and we want to be able to say, ah, that was an awesomely perfect I so did it right all day long kind of day. So obviously, we also know that that's not true. We can clearly, every experience in our day, we can go back, we can rewind it back and say, nope, I kind of messed up today. Oops, I forgot to load the dishwasher after dinner or you know, maybe I yelled at my kids again, even though I'm really super starting to work on that or some other thing that we just didn't get right. You know, there's just certain things in our day that we stumble and we fall and it's okay because we're human. So I do believe that this doing it all perfectly thing is truly an epidemic. 
And there was a study in 2020 by the Harvard Business Review, and the writer cites a study by psychologist Thomas Curran and Andrew Hill noting that, quote, the two psychologists studied more than 40,000 American, British, and Canadian college students between 1989 and 2016 and found that perfectionism has increased dramatically over the last decade, 33% since 1989. We seem to be internalizing a contemporary myth that life should be perfect when, in fact, that is an impossible outcome and can contribute to serious anxiety and depression. Those who become preoccupied with perfection set themselves up for failure and psychological turmoil. End quote. How true is that, you guys? How many times do you go throughout your day and say, oh, man, I stink and messed up. I'm never going to be good at this. Or you just give up the second that you, you know, have a misstep in your day. It happens to the best of us, you guys. And that is part of kind of why I think the journey in learning those small mistakes as we take baby steps is the most important part and crucial, essential thing for helping with the perfectionist tendencies. Maybe we just start to feel inadequate and less than, and then we start remembering all the times we fell short, like every single thing from the past of where we messed up, made a mistake, did something shameful or that we're guilty of, and we leave that at the forefront of our minds every day on repeat, like that spinning record all day long. So I want to encourage you guys that as moms, we do not have to go through our days feeling like we're falling short or falling apart. There is a better way. And it starts with understanding and becoming well aware that you are a human. You're going to make mistakes. There are going to be things that you are guilty about and shameful of, and you probably will feel like giving up on many, many things throughout your day. But if you can remember that you are uniquely remixed and woven into the perfect creation, and so perfect, in fact, that there are flaws within you. We all have them. We're human we sin, we have very many flaws to us. And I just want to read you a couple of definitions that I found because the opposite of trying to do everything so perfectly is doing things well. We know that when we try to, you know, put too many eggs in our basket, then we're kind of almost like juggling them too many at a time. And eventually, one of those eggs is going to fall and crack and be splattered all over the floor. I know, a probably disgusting metaphor here, but bear with me. That is what it looks like to try to do everything and do it perfectly. You've got all your eggs in one basket. You're juggling multiple things at the same time. You can't even really focus. It seems like everything is a hot mess in your life. <laughs> and all you really want to do is just slow down, take a breath, relax, tell yourself it's going to be okay, and that you can do things well. Because the opposite of that is having 
of having all of your things in one basket is maybe just having two or three eggs in one basket. Delegating what you can to someone else and saying, here, you take this egg and put it in your basket. Being able to say, I can't handle the burden of all of it. I don't want to handle the burden of all of it. And I don't want to be perfect because I'm not. I want to do the things that I was created to do and do them well and have enough energy and time and space to do those things really well and not be cluttered or distracted, really, with the other eggs in the basket and trying to feel like you've got to do it all or it's not going to get done sort of thing. So the definition of well is satisfactorily, ably, with skill, and effectively. I think that is a much better way to end the day than the stress that you put on yourself from not having done anything potentially or missing, thinking you missed out because it wasn't perfect enough. Here is the definition of perfectly, without fault or flawlessly, without fault or flawlessly. Now, I think maybe sometimes we feel like if we're an expert in our field, obviously doctors, you know, they kind of have to have it together, but they can do it well. They don't have to be super extremely perfect, but they can do it well. And they do that well because they have other people. They have a team of nurses and anesthesiologists and people who are there to help so that the doctor can focus on what he does well and let that be it. So anyway, I just wanted to share this simple, quick message with you guys because I feel like we all kind of get into this trap where we've got to be doing everything for everyone and we've got to be doing it perfectly all at the same time. So I want you to ask yourself this week, what is the more you feel like you should be doing? Do you feel like you are constantly wanting to add more to your plate? Like, oh, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I should be, you know, doing this much curriculum with my son because she's over here doing that curriculum and it looks pretty fun and cool and all of that stuff. Definitely think outside the box and wonder and rest in delight in the possibilities that are out there, but don't think you have to do it all. So that's the question. What is the more that you feel like you should be doing in your life? Why do you feel like you should? And what benefit would come from doing it to yourself and others? So really, really think about those things. There was a point in my business where I thought, man, I should be doing more. I'm sending emails. I'm sending, I'm doing podcast episodes. You know, I'm promoting with freebies and designing all of these things. And I've got an Etsy shop. And I just felt like there was still something I was missing. So you really have to dig deep, you guys. It could be in your motherhood journey, weight loss journey, the relationship you have in your marriage. Any of those areas could be where you aren't feeling like you're enough or you're not doing enough. And let me tell you, watching YouTube videos and going on Instagram and getting into that scroll hole doesn't help because then you're just caught in the comparison trap and we're seeing only a highlight reel 
of everybody else's life. And that's only a glimpse. It's only a highlight. It's not their entire life experience. So just remember that too. When you're feeling like not enough, you can do things well. You can stand in your light and not in someone else's shadow. You can bring out the best in other people in the only way that you know how. And you can do that well. You don't have to do it perfectly. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tune In Mom Show, where you feel empowered to do it your way, create a jam and a rhythm that feels good to you, inspire others to do the same, and grow into the person you are becoming in the process. Thanks for tuning in, friends. I'll catch you in the next one.